Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to OCA's Asia Town Voice, an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. OCA's Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Yin Tang, also known as DJ Bossy Lady. Bossy Bossy. <laughs> and that was our ghost host, Johnny Ooh. Woo. And for those of you just tuning in, um, Mr. Wu has a knack to uh, uh, to be able to see supernatural entities. <laughs> some scary and some pleasant. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I try to keep him from telling me these stories because they freak me out. No, <laughs> I mean they are fun to to know because you know then you 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 get to learn to it. It's like climbing up to the to the heights and you look you're scared of heights. But I'm afraid time. of heights too, so yeah. I avoid heights. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you 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 tr- you condition condition yourself, then then you'll be okay. That then uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You're right because I started doing aerial and I do climb to the top. See, but it's uh-huh. different because I have something strapping me in. I'm holding on, you know, for dear life. How's that different but between <laughs> by being up there or not? Because like if you're standing at the edge with like a you railing, just find excuses for it. But no, it's kind of <laughs> scary. You didn't build the structure. You don't know if it's gonna fall down. You don't know what the rating is, or wind will blow you over, or somebody's gonna like rough house and push you over the edge of a tall bridge. Okay, that was scary. It's like the wind you hear <laughs> at the high buildings, like the Sears Tower thing where yeah. they built that block. I would never step on that. The one in Chicago. Yes. I'm actually going in there for. Oh next my god. And I'm scared <gasps> of heights, but then they're like, "Are you okay, Johnny? Are you going to be to do?" It? I said, "I probably will you'll be okay as long as I don't pee my pants." Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would. I would not go on that thing. <laughs> but it, it, the, it's interesting, though. It's fun. Yeah, it would be. So, right. how was your uh, weekend? My weekend was great. Uh, I actually saw you Sunday. At uh, the Wizard World Comic Con? Yes, 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 yeah, you did. I was a monkey. Yeah, the monkey. Well, actually, you were the monkey on Saturday. I was only there yeah, Sunday. True. So how did Saturday go? I heard that it was crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think we had more than, supposedly, according to the Wizard World, there was uh, uh, more than what amount of people from this year than last year. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, yeah, we, were t- we are talking about here about the, the Cleveland Wizard World mm-hmm. Comic Con, which is happened uh, February 26 to 27, uh, 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a booth there for the, my Doctor Who fan film, with it, which is about 10 by 30 size uh, booth space. And we also gave a t- panel discussion. And Friday was not bad, but it was exciting. Saturday went crazy. Yeah. Sunday was kind of a, we all exhausted, just didn't want to do anything. So we said, hi. <laughs> uh, Don, who dresses Doctor Who, did a really great job. It's incredible. He has so much energy. He does. Like he just poses and he's spazzy. He's just like the Doctor. It's great. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> for the three days in a row. I don't even know how he can. Oh, he was there for all three days. Yeah. Oh, man. You That's just have to picture how tired he would get. I I was exhausted already for playing monkey. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, what did you do as a monkey? Well, I I would be walking around and then look at kids and then crush down and say hi to them and they were freaking out and cry. Really? <laughs> he made babies <laughs> cry. <laughs> I did not make them cry. I'm just kidding. But they were they were like playing little hide and seek with kids and it was adorable. And yeah, actually, your costume was pretty phenomenal. Who's oh, the name you. of the guy who did your makeup? That was Ron George. He, mm-hmm. um, I told him that yeah, we need a certain we didn't do Monkey King, so can you help us out? So I gave him some example online, and. 
he did a really, really great job. You and Jason both, right? You're both cosplaying. Yes, we were. We were cosplaying. And you guys used the classic Monkey King look too, like yes. in the old TV show. Yes. Like not the new one, but the old one. And which a lot of people <laughs> love. We still have people like, who the heck are you guys? I are? was surprised people knew the old one. Yeah, they were like Sun Wukong, Sun Wukong. Oh, really? And I was like, are you wearing the tradition? You know, the tradition, traditional Sun Wukong. I was like, mm-hmm. yep. That's yeah, so for ladies and gentlemen, it's a, it's a, um, originally a Chinese story. It's called Journey to the West, and the monkey king is the main character in Journey to the West. Um, the story goes he, he was born by bursting forth from a rock, and he was the ringleader for the monkeys of um, Tao, wait, what was it called? Tao Shan, Tao Hua, Tao Hua Shan, uh, what was it called? Oh. It was like Peach Flower Mountain or something like that. I- Hua Guo Shan. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was Pogoshan. <laughs> it was a flowerberry mountain. That was what it was called. And they like to eat peaches. That's, oh, okay. that's why I, I thought peach. So it was Hogoshan is his home. And somehow, I can't remember the details, he gets in trouble and he goes up in the clouds to where the gods are and lives in the heavens. And they gave him a quote-unquote honorable position as the uh, stable tender. And he made friends with all the heaven horses that are like pretty much pegasus and everything. Um, but then he found out that was actually a lowly position. And then he got mad and he caused a ruckus in the heavens. And they punished him by putting a mountain on top of him. And hold it to hold him down because he was that disobedient. Right. And he says that uh, when your master will come and he will pull the, um, they had a talisman on the mountain to keep it still because you know he burst forth from rock, so he could probably burst through the mountain. So they said your master's going to come and take the talisman off, so then you can be free, but you must serve him. So that begins. He meets the monk named Tangshen, who removes the talisman. He explodes the mountain. He comes out, and he follows him around, and Tangshen's mission is to go to the land of the West. So that's why the story is called Journey to the West, and to retrieve uh, sacred scriptures from India. But along the way, he meets many demons and like uh, bandits, and he needs protection. So the monkey is his first guardian, and then he picks up a well, actually, he's a, a disciple because he's supposed to learn the mantras of how to keep peace and because they figured the monkey king really needed it. Um, he picks up, uh, the Tangshen, the monk, picks up a few other disciples such as Sha He Sang and Shu Ba Jie was my favorite. He, he's, he's really funny. He's like a humanoid pig, kind of freaky looking. But <laughs> and then there was, um, I forgot his name, but he was a white dragon, but he ate the monk's horse. So he got punished into being his horse for the rest of the journey. <laughs> yep, yep. So that's why the horse never died in the whole journey of having to run and like deal with bad people. <laughs> so <laughs> I figured, you know, that would have been a plot loop, but <laughs> but it's a it's a very popular Chinese uh, uh, story mm-hmm. that a lots of uh, uh, current events actually being making as a comic book. Dragon Ball Z, for example, mm-hmm. uh, Goru was Go- actually Goku. Goku is actually based on him. Uh, there's a comic book, Song Wukong, Monkey King. There's games about, and there's another another anime character, right? That just came out recently. Uh, more more contemporary. Sh- I can't remember right now. I I see it online, but I just and then obviously obviously there's movies, where Stephen Chow movies, uh, Journey to the West, that you have uh, uh, Jet Li on the the what what's the name of the movie? I can't remember. Oh, uh, the Kingdom. The, for the Forbidden Kingdom. Forbidden Kingdom. Yes, yeah. he played the Monkey King. And then recently, there's a Monkey King one by Donnie Yen, and the new one just came out. Really, Donnie Yen's Monkey King? Oh, that was a horrible movie. Really? Very horrible. Oh, okay. Don't even bother. I mean, just skip that one. But yeah, <laughs> but when we say the original, we're talking about the TV series they did in the '90s, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Just because I have free costumes. So. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon dance costume, right? Yeah. They're, so they're kind of cheesy. <laughs> hey, but it works in this occasion. I don't know how you could wear it. When I wore it, I couldn't breathe. Like, I what? had to unbutton it because I felt like I was overheating. It was, it was overheating. But Jason also ripped the pants. <laughs> well, what did he try to do? He just squat down and... Really? <laughs> it's done. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So. But but yeah, I heard a lot of really great things about Comic Con. Um, there was a few minor complaints. My friend uh, Shauna, she's a huge uh, Doctor Who fan, and um, the Avengers fan. So she wanted to get photographs with all the celebrities, as many as she could. And I think she got like three or four of them. Mm. But her biggest complaint was that the lines were so disorganized that by the time she got all the photographs she wanted, yeah. the day ticket that she bought was already, the day it already ended and she didn't oh. get to see any of the vendors and she really wanted to. So she's hoping, you know, to send a message out to the Wizard World, please order organize your lines better. But, you know, me, I, I didn't go get in line to see the celebrities because I'm there to just check out the vendors it, and it, hang not out. Not to mention it's so expensive to meet those celebrities. Is it? How does that work, by the way? Um, Do you have to buy tickets or something? Yeah, you have to buy I'm just throwing out there that, for example, if you had to go see a celebrity, celebrity A, it may cost you $150 to just meet What? Be yeah. And I think the reason why they do that was we saw our, we'll probably fly them in, in for uh, and had put them in a hotel, but then if they want to make extra money, they had to do the meet and greet stuff. I see. So that's un- unfortunate that happens. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that's true. The celebrities draw a lot of people. I mean, even the people who don't pay to see them. We saw, like, Robert England from a distance. We saw the guy who played Merle in The Walking Dead, um, Jason Mewes. I was like, who is Jason Mewes? And this lady's like, you know Jay and Silent Bob? I'm like, that's uh, Jay! That's oh, yep. my God! I didn't realize that was him. Um, who else? Who else? We saw it. I, I didn't see Karen Gillian from a distance, so that would have been pretty cool. Yeah, well, we said Matt Smith would go to a booth, but he didn't, he didn't make Magic it. Matchstick Man? What? Max, Matt, uh, Matt Smith. Eleven Doctor. Oh, the actual Eleven oh, Doctor. Is okay. it Eleven? I'm yeah. not really a Doctor Who fan. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so I also heard that someone's been poking people's eyes away. Oh yeah, there was somebody with these giant wings there on Sunday. Um, <laughs> she kind of annoyed this one lady who's like, "You're gonna hurt somebody." And that person responded, "Don't worry, it's soft." And then some other guy nearby was like, "You should go run up to her and hit her with your wings." <laughs> And then she was like, oh, nah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, it was me. <laughs> um, I guess we could share a picture on, on the Asia Town Voice uh, Facebook yeah. page. But uh, for those of you who are anime fans, and, you know, I did this mostly for the Cleveland Asian Festival and because Urza Scarlet has the coolest Heaven's Wheel costume ever. Um, I saw this at the end of 2013. Like, I started watching Fairy Tale after the Asian Festival. And I was like, well, actually, it was 2014. I was like, wow, she has a really amazing costume. That would be really fun to cosplay. And I was like, nah, it's kind of a pain in the butt. And two, 2015 rolls around. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. <laughs> didn't really didn't really think too much more about it. I just did it. And so, ta-da, I have this, uh, it's at least seven feet wide wingspan costume um most of it's foam it's all soft and it's really light it's less than 10 pounds it I can't was, be more I, than yeah, eight I pounds i was such a surprise so light how light it was mm-hmm. and um people are asking me how i made it and somebody's like oh i bet you're glad the day's over you can take those off i'm like no just feel them they're really light so it's upholstery foam and i i don't know what it's, exactly it is but it's very light upholstery foam it's, it's i bought it off of ebay and it's wire hangers i only use one two three three wire hangers and two pieces of cardboard. That's pretty much all it is. And spray paint. Hmm. Spray paint is a little bit pain in the butt. <laughs> it looks really, really cool. I mean, Thank I, you. I, did you have a lot of people actually stop you and then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots know. of people. Yeah. Like lots of little kids. Like I love her 
there's a so it, you know I made my day that I made little kids happy. Yeah, it's a, I, I was actually very impressed about kids three years old to five years old knows about know, Doctor yeah. Who and stuff like it's crazy. what the heck. Well, what world did am I living in? <laughs> well, you know, um, we didn't have the internet when we were born. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we do, but not as often as we My parents had a rotary phone when I was a kid. <laughs> there was no space Facebook. No Facebook. Yeah. Um, cartoons were pretty much Saturday morning. That was it. Yeah, yeah. And then as I got older, it was after school cartoons. Yeah. If you if you guys are uh, uh, listening, want to be ch- want to check out there is a whole family dress up the Doctor Who series. A Dalek, a Weeping Angel. A yeah, tree. I saw that the little girl, the Weeping so Angel. Adorable. She yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, they had to check it out. I mean, so it's just like they they came, they show up there on Sunday morning uh, because I guess they bought it VIP tickets, and I was like, oh my god, this is so adorable. So they were so excited to see the whole um, Doctor Who uh, theme booth that we have available for people and, and they just and then they have a little baby dressed up one of the character in a, oh in a my show. gosh what character apparently i missed a show that episode where when uh, people started to lose weight and the weight comes up become a little appendix thing a little what? subject so that that baby was basically like that two eyes and uh and a, and a face two, i have no two, idea what character with a smiley face with a, with a, with a head I'm gonna try to find out what. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit lost. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Just ignore me. Then we have T-Rex di- dinosaurs romping through the t- telephone box. Yes, who was? I know Jason. Jason uh, Wang or Wong was Wang. the one. He was in one. Uh, we have Dennis. Whatever. Uh, for the last uh, person. Uh, oh, I don't know who Dennis is. He's actually one uh, guy to help us in the filmmaking. Cool. So he was the other one. It was a lot of fun. So, are you doing it next year? Well, I don't know. We 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 already been told that the uh, the panel discussion we did was great. That they would love to have us back. Yeah, they had you do it on Saturday this year. Yeah, and we were so nervous because the same time that we were doing us, Matt Smith, the doctor, the real doctor, <gasps> was doing his at the same time too. Really? And his lines was like thousands of people lining up for it. Wow. What else is nobody? So when we were walking out our panel room. Um, there were only like four people sitting there. Like, holy crap! This is the older people can listen to. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're, we're going to give it a good show. And then about seven o'clock, because we started six thirty. At seven o'clock, it, it filled up about fifty people. Wow! So I was like, oh, that's not bad. Was it the overflow from? Uh, the no, other, no, I, no. It just people just realized they they almost going to miss it. Wow, that's that's impressive. Because I know that last year you did it on Sunday, so you yeah. must have done a really good job to, so that they asked you to do it on Saturday. Apparently so. <laughs> did Jason bring out his sword again, and was it all zip tied up no, like it was last know, we, year? We did not bring oh. the sword. Because <laughs> I mean, um, was there, I was surprised they even let him bring it in there because they said no weapons, right? And then with his weapons, they had to zip tie it up. Well, if we were well, because we are the exhibitors, we should we be able to bring stuff in there. Oh, okay. Um, but he could unsheath the sword. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, a deep house palsy. A D I P O S E. That was how the kids was dressed up like. Adipose. Adipose. It sounds like it should be some form of a chemical compound. Okay, <laughs> 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 listeners, please call in and tell us that we're wrong. 
<laughs> but anyway, um, it was a World Comic Con. I'm really glad that they decided to come to Cleveland. Um, you know, something really depressing. My husband was researching about Cleveland. He said that Detroit actually surpassed us, and we're one of the most uh, depressed cities. Oh, no. Uh, even more so depressed than Detroit. I'm like, what? No. What? Impossible. But, um... But I'm like, well, you know, all this, all there's a lot of building going on. There's a giant chandelier. They have the playhouse sign. You know, they're redoing a lot of the buildings and the roads, especially Public Square downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, yeah, that's just for the RNC. I'm thinking, is the RNC really in trouble if they're coming to Cleveland then? <laughs> no, I, I, I think I think they're going to do well, and there will be a lots of uh, opportunities and things happening. That is true. Um, I'm I'm, a, I'm excited. I mean, I'm not going to come downtown those days, but I'm going to you know be watching the news yeah. to see what, what's happening. I'm, I'm just a little bit c- concerned about what happened after. Oh yeah, where like they like usually with any major event, there's like a huge mess afterwards. Yeah. And yeah. Hmm. And hopefully, uh, Cleveland can survive that and move on. So Aaron and I were planning on going to Philadelphia in uh, at the end of this month, but we had something else come up at the end of this month, this, that weekend. So we're going to go in June, and then we realized that was really close to the DNC, which was going to be in Philly this year. Oh. So like maybe we won't go until later. <laughs> <laughs> After one more day. Yeah. Oh, that'd be exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be a vacation then, right? Yes, it will be. A vacation where I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I just sent you a picture of the little adult, f- f- whatever thing you call Adipose? Yeah, Adipose or Adipose. Ah, it's so cute. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like a little penguin. <laughs> kind of <laughs> without color. A, maybe that's what it came So this is a people's fat? Apparently so. That's what I've been told. It's a people fat. Once they get out of people's body, it, that's what it looks like. Well, are they evil? I don't know. I had to go look through that episode. Maybe I can watch that tonight when I get home. Yeah, because I mean, if I have fat that wants to leave my body that I don't need, that's critical. Then I'm more than happy. It's welcome to go. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure everybody else out there feels the same way. <laughs> and do you? Are, would you gonna keep it as a baby and and take care of it, like the way that little cute thing if, that looks? If it gets along with my cats, why not? Right? <laughs> <laughs> my true. cats might eat it. <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna get fat. Yes, then they will. And yeah. apparently these things don't leave cats. Otherwise, they would they would say <laughs> that in the episode. But. So we uh, we should probably play some music, and then we mm-hmm. can come back after that. Awesome. Catch you guys in a bit.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to OCA's Asia Town Voice, an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community. Culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. OCA's Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Yin Tang, also known as DJ Bossy Lady. Bossy Bossy. In the house is also DJ Ghost Host Johnny Woo. And uh, we were just talking about um, the Wizard World Comic Con that passed through Cleveland this past weekend, um, or last weekend, uh, the, the last weekend of February. Yes. Blah, 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 I can't talk. <laughs> that leave year, you know, the, the last day threw me all off. But, um, but yeah, we we're saying how great it is for Cleveland to have this uh, major event uh, make us one of the stops. Yep. And we hope they come back next year, and we all hope to they, participate. They are back. They are going to be back yes. in February 24th to 26th. Awesome. So the last weekend in February again. Yes. You know, the weather this year was wonderful. I didn't have to worry about walking outside. I know, right? Yeah. It was so cool. Last nice year, I was freezing my butt off even with my coat on. <sighs> yeah. It, yeah. I'm a freeze a baby. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, the question is, what epic costume could we pull off next year? We're going to try to do it bigger and better. Cause That's actually, a very good point. I didn't know they had a cosplay contest on Saturday. Are you going to do it? Um, well, it depends on my costume. Should. I think you should do with it. With Urza? Well, I'd have to upgrade my costume because when I did it, I kind of ran out of budget and I oh. finished it with duct tape. So <laughs> well, who cares? I mean, did you see the winner this year? It yeah. Actually happened to be my friend Chris' uh, outfit. Wasn't he? He looked like a Transformer, but he wasn't. He is a space Martian, uh, mili- uh, marine, space marine. Okay. And he, the person himself, not the costume, he was part of my movie, The Rapture. He's played one of the military soldiers. And then uh, he built this up, and uh, I had to put, help him put it in, put it on, and it was a really, Holy really crap. great, great Yeah, I saw costume. pictures of it. It was elaborate. Yeah. He, he went all, all out, and he won first place. Well, I bet he probably spent more than the prize money. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I, I, Jason, I wish I went up there and compete. You shouldn't have? We should have. You should have? Yeah, I think we might win something, too. What what were the prizes? I have no idea either. Oh, <laughs> so you think my Urza wings have a shot? I think so. You think so? I mean, I would have to, you know, not everything, but at least replace the duct tape with some actual material looking. Or, or maybe stuff. make it, you know, because it's original and you made it all by yourself. I did, except so, for the skirt. I already had the skirt. Well, but. yeah, but I mean, if you look at all the people, they only they basically like Deadpool. Oh, really? Or Spider Man? Oh, come on, yeah, that's yeah. I didn't see a lot of competition. Yeah. <laughs> Space Marine would have won. I mean, do, do, did he tell you what the prizes were? Did they announce the prizes? I should ask him. I haven't done that. I'm, I'm going to do it later. I mean, I don't really care much for gift certificates or, you know, other things. But if it's cash, I can always use that towards another costume. Or you, know? you can just have the name that you were the winner of the 2017 Wizard World. Oh, push. Names and accolades. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I guess, yeah, somebody asked me if I was in the competition yesterday. I'm like, there was a cosplay competition? <laughs> like, yeah. no, I already have a hard enough time getting my wings here. And then remember I had to come up here the day after to spray it with sealant because I ran out of sealant, but then that yes. was the only day I had the car to drive the wings up here. Yeah. And then yesterday when I was carrying in the wings through my garage, through my laundry room, yeah. Aaron and I stopped. We were like, wow, the wings like touched the walls almost. It was seriously like an inch on either side where it didn't touch the walls. I was wow. like, that's crazy. Because, you know, when they're hanging on my back, they kind of fold back a little. So they lose a little bit of the width. Yeah. If you're carrying it flat like you're supposed to, they're pretty big. 
Oh yeah, they were big. I mean, you had to walk like a crab. I did. I did. I did the Zoeberg. <laughs> whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> well, it's kind of fun though. Yes. I, mean, it was, I I can't believe it was so much fun. Oh it yeah, was, I had a lot. I mean, the year before it was okay. I was kind of bored. The greatest part was seeing all our friends, and a few people knew who I was. I dressed like shampoo. Reiko dressed like Rama, and then we had the panda, who's Rama's dad, and then we had Aaron with his Attack on Titan costume that didn't fit in our theme. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't look Asian. Rachel's like, look at me. I'm black. I'm not Asian either. So, <laughs> but, you know, she was just giving him a hard time. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, he wants to cosplay as one of the uh, um, oh, shoot, Super Saiyans. Oh. Yes. So there, there was a thought about having us all dress up like uh, Attack on Titans the, uh-huh. the, with the actual. Oh, you guys are going to do that next year? Thinking about it. So we all walk in like that. If you do, I have four capes you can borrow. Ooh. That'd be good. I yes. gotta talk to Jason. Somebody was dressed like that too, with a whole, whole. Oh, really? Weapons, everything. I know that Aislinn has the jacket and the leg straps. She yeah. cosplayed as um, the potato girl. Can't remember her name. Sasha. Sasha, the the girl who's always eating. <laughs> that's who I went as. <laughs> that's who I went as for Halloween. But at the cosplay in 2014, uh, Aislinn. Um, Yvette's daughter, she was a potato girl, and she, she brought up her own potato on stage. And when she turned wow. around and saluted, she had the potato in her hand. It was great. It was perfect. Unfortunately, I haven't seen all those. <laughs> it's actually really funny. People who watch the show know who I'm talking about. So, I think it's Sasha. Now yes. we talk about since we were talking about cosplay, are we going to have very exciting cosplay at Cleveland Asian Festival? I really hope so. I sent out the feelers, and our returning cosplayers are all gearing up their ideas. Um, right now, nothing solid yet, but our tentative theme is Dragon Ball Z and Inuyasha. Which means you should have Jason to play the Monkey King. Goku? Yeah. Well, But he's too old! <laughs> I mean... <laughs> he's going to kill me! <laughs> I mean, his hair's too short! <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry, <laughs> I was thinking Gohan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bad, Goku's the older one. Okay. I'm but good. He, I'm he's, good. He, 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 he still he can still play the copy the Monkey King, but then just say this is the original of Goku. Uh huh. No, that's not gonna fly. You should have him be Goku. Oh, okay, <laughs> we can ask him so he doesn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> Everybody's gonna listen to this. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um. So we should do another meet and greet with the hosts and the people that we talk about on Asia Town Boys sometime soon again. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, let's do this, let's say, end of April-ish, perhaps? That should be okay. Uh, after the deadline is submitted for the program booklet for the Cleveland Asia Festival. That'll be April so, 15th. April 15th. So ladies and gentlemen, if you want to take out an ad in our Cleveland Asian Festival booklet, make sure you contact Johnny Wu. Um, the contact email is on the clevelandasianfestival.org website. And... Um, yeah, make sure you take out a program book and make sure you get it to us before April 15th because yes. the deadline to print is uh, the week after that. Yep. And then after that, we're going to have a meet and greet with a host of Asia Town Voice. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be so tired. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about events. Yes. Um, we having, there is a what? What event coming up? Oh, yeah, The Cleveland Public Library is having their um, annual Lunar New Year celebration on March 12th. And this is the public library on Superior Avenue. I think it's 302 Superior or 303. I don't know the address, but it's it's this giant public library on Superior Avenue. We walk past it in the St. Patrick's Day Parade every year. 
Um, I believe they start activities around noon, but the performances start at two o'clock. And be sure to go because Yinteng Dance is performing three dances. They're doing two class, two of their classical dances: the Peacock Dance and the Three Rays of Heaven's Light with the water sleeves and the pink lotus blossom dresses. Really beautiful. And we're also debuting our new dance called June Lotus, which is a classic style Chinese dance with new choreography, and they're done with round fans. Very nice. Nice. My dancers are really excellent. They work really hard on this piece. You should come support them. Um, also. If you want to submit, um, oh, that one comes later. I'm going to do these in chronological order. Next up, we have the One World Day Gala uh, at the Intercontinental Hotel in Cleveland, and that is going to be April 8th. What time does it start? I think it starts at 6? Six, 6 o'clock, yes. 6 o'clock, okay. And there's going to be a cocktail hour fo- followed by dinner? Mm-hmm. And tickets are $50, and no, you... No, 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 $100. $100? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Tickets are $100, and you purchase them uh, on the website? Uh, the, yes, at Cleveland, clevelandculturegarden.org. ClevelandCulturalGardens.org. That's where you can go to purchase the gardens. Do you know what type of food they're serving this year? I have no idea. It's a black type optional, so it's a very fancy event. Ah. And the keynote speaker will be Chris Romain from uh, UCI. Mm-hmm. I hope I got his name right. Um, Councilman Conwell is going to have uh, Footprints Band will be performing. Yes, I heard that. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to hearing them. I was supposed to hear them last year, but oh. I didn't get a chance to. Hopefully, uh, we get this time. Yes, and then <laughs> April fifteenth, a very important date. Not only is it the deadline to submit ads for, to be in the Cleveland Asian Festival, but if you're interested in participating in the 2016 first ever Cleveland Asian Festival K-pop cover dance competition, <sighs> yes, drum roll. Drrr, the deadline to submit your uh, YouTube unlisted video would be April fifteenth of this year before midnight. Um, so I guess let's let's give a let's uh let's finish the event. So I'll give a brief rundown about how to submit. Okay. And then after that, on April 26th, as the International Hall of Fame hosted by ClevelandPeople.com, what they do is they recognize senior citizens. Actually, not even senior citizens, but long-term members of the Cleveland community who have done a lot to contribute to the international community. Um, and the event starts at six o'clock as well with a cocktail hour, and they recognize these. Uh, really um, helpful individuals with awards and mm-hmm. guest speakers yes. introducing them. <coughs> yeah. I was uh, nominated many, many times, but because I'm too young. You're too young. Yes, Aaron thought you were 25 years old when he I met know, you. I know, right? Yes. That's younger than I thought I would be. <laughs> well, I, uh, if I say you're too old, are you going to kill me too? No, <laughs> that'll, that'll, be, that'll be Jason's job. <laughs> but but the, wait, wait, the fact that you're nominated not voted means that you're too young. Yes, which so is So there good. we go, there we go. All right, and then don't forget the Cleveland Asian Festival is Woo-hoo! coming May 21st and May 22nd. It is always going to be the weekend before Memorial Day in May, and May is Asian Heritage Month, which is why we chose that month to have the Cleveland Asian Festival. Yep, and the goal of the Cleveland Asian Festival is very much important to to bring up the Asian town community, make sure that everybody know who we, we are, what we do, mm-hmm. and bring a economic growth and hopefully attract more people to come and stay, do business, or visit that area. Yes, because Asia Town is really, um, is, 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 with the stores and everything, the community is really growing to be quite beautiful, and it's really a staple of Cleveland. Uh, it has been for a long time, but now that more and more people are aware of it. 
So, like Johnny said, with our mission, a lot of it is to bring people to Asiatown, to help the businesses in Asiatown boom, and to also build Asian awareness and to give the local Asian communities like uh, a, a stage to present themselves mm-hmm. and to let the Cleveland community know about them. And another aspect that we try to do, um, which kind of it's not a part of our core mission statement, but part of what we do is we try to reach people of all different demographics and to reach a younger community, mostly college and high school crowds. We try to bring in like a fun national act every year. And one of the biggest uh, difficulties is how do we get a national act that represents the Korean culture? Because as anybody who listens to K-pop knows, you're not going to get a K-pop act unless you're shelling out millions and you have an enormous venue, which our footprint is kind of getting maxed out and the security would be enormous. So how do we do that? And finally we decided, hey, there's a U.S. national K-pop competition. Why don't we do a small one for the Cleveland, greater Cleveland area? Open to anybody. I mean, if you want to fly in from Texas or New York or California, you're welcome to, or Florida or Arizona. I'm just randomly throwing out state names. But <laughs> but yes, the K-pop cover dance competition is open to people of all ages. Um, somebody asked me, do you have to be Asian? I'm like, of course not. You just have to be a legal U.S. citizen. So, And at least somebody age, over the age of 18 representing your group. So um, only one submission per group or school. And we... You know, somebody asked, can we have one person be in two different groups? And we're like, that's really pushing it. Um, as long as it's no more than the same single person in different groups, it should be okay. So what you would do, the rules are your group, your K-pop group needs to be between three to 10 people and you need to do a mashup of songs. And these have to be, you know, uh, songs that are registered under the licenses of CSAC, BMI, and, uh, what was the last one? CSAC, BMI. These are music licensing companies. Uh, ASAC. ASAC, yes. ASAC. ASCAP. ASCAP. There we go. Um, So just make sure the songs are licensed there. And then you can do a mashup between three to five songs, any part of the choreo that you want. And, you know, uh, just you can download Audacity for free. Just go to audacity.com and you can, like, cut your music and create a mashup. So what you would do is you would record yourself. And we prefer that you don't do any special effects or lighting. We want to see it plain as if it were on a stage. And then your group would do a recording of your full routine and then you upload it to YouTube, have it unlisted, and then you email us your submission along with the names of every individual in the video and the release forms. And um, you have to submit it before April 15th and by May 1st you will have to go to Cleveland Asian Festival on Facebook where they do the polling and click like and share. And however the most likes on our Facebook page it doesn't matter if you share it somewhere else and somebody likes it there it has to be liked on our page um the top eight groups will be able to perform their routine live on may 21st a saturday and it'll be towards the evening they'll be able to perform their routine live and our judges are going to pick the top four so they're going to cut in half the finalists Mm -hmm. and these top four people will get to come back on sunday for the sudden death round and the sudden death round you have to choreograph your own dance moves to a k-pop song and it has to be about a minute to two minutes in length. There you go. Yes. If you have any questions, message me on Facebook or message me through the ClevelandAsianFestival.org website, and I'll let you know. I'll let you know what's going on. Would those information also included at the Cleveland Asian Festival website? Yes, it is okay. on the website, and the release form is on the website. It's about four pages long with the details. 
Yes, you you should read it. I read it all. I read okay. it all a few times. And <coughs> Just so did make sure. so did one of our committee members. Oh, and by the way, if you're one of our committee members, I'm sorry, you cannot participate in the competition. Oh. If you're a regular volunteer though, and you're not a part of the planning process for the Cleveland Asian Festival, then yes, you are allowed to volunteer and participate in the K-pop competition. Yay. Just make sure you don't wear yourself out, you know. <laughs> and last but not least, um. It's kind of early to mention this, but let's do it anyway. August 28th is Cleveland... 20 Earth. August 28th is Cleveland One World Day. Woo! And what's special about it this year is that it is a centennial celebration of the gardens in existence. And, um, Johnny, you want to tell us a little bit about these gardens? Because there's no other gardens like this in the world. Yeah, this is uh, about 200-something 200, 200 acres of, of uh, land that's all dedicated to different countries. Uh, 29 countries have been represented right now. It's seven seven more to come and um, it's it's a very very exciting day basically it's a last day of celebration of the centennial of 100 years the first mm -hmm. garden was created uh, in 1916 which is used uh, which, is, which was the uh, Shakespeare garden but which is now they call it the British garden mm -hmm. so we're going to have a lot of food a lot of garden activities performances all of the places um, and more and more stuff the trolley tours? The trolley tours, and, and everything's free except that you had to buy, pay for your own food. Yes. Oh, yeah, they're... Free parking? Free parking and spirits available for Ah, people. yes, we're working on bringing uh, spirits, and yes. by that we mean adult beverages, and by that we mean beer and wine, or, or one or the other. We're working on it. Don't, we're working don't. on it. <laughs> this is not a promise. This is saying we're, we want to, uh, people to have a very good time, and uh, but please drink responsibly. <laughs> yes, yes, please. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think uh, we're going to conclude our episode for this week. Uh, Johnny has come onto some really amazing music, and he's going to be playing it for you.
Accept the fate. 
Just say you never go. Say you.